Have you ever wondered what it's really like to live in the city of love? Do you dream of eating baguettes, all the cheese you can ever imagine, desserts, wine, champagne, sitting on the banks of the Seine, kissing a French guy or French girl? Well, if you haven't guessed yet, today's episode is all about living in France. More specifically Paris, why I moved here, and why I actually love it. So let's go guys! One, two, three. Hola, hello everyone. It's your host, Sabrina, and welcome to the Pretty Sure Podcast, where we'll talk about everything from travel, dating, to expat life, and everything in between. With new guests and topics each week, we'll get advice, some insights, and talk about things I'm pretty sure you've all experienced at one point or another. Sometimes all we really want to know is why, what does it mean, and am I the only one? See, I felt alone many times in my life, but I've gotten through it all by having my friends at my side. So I want you to think of me as your new best friend. We'll laugh together and maybe even overthink a little, but we'll have a damn good time at it all. So get ready guys, cause here we go. Welcome back everyone to Pretty Sure. I hope everyone is having a great day wherever you are. I know it's been a crazy couple of weeks. There's been a lot happening. There's a lot of feelings out there. There's just, you know, our attention is everywhere. We probably don't know what to do. Some people do know what to do. You're thinking about what to do. You're experiencing different emotions, you know, moving forward. You're trying to be better. You're trying to think of different things to do. Maybe you're still coping with the virus situation. You're trying to figure out what your life is going to look like afterwards. All those things. So I thought a really interesting episode because some of you have actually asked me how life is like in Paris and it seems to be like quite a hot topic. So I figured today would be a great day to talk about what it's like living in Paris because, well, at least if you can't travel here physically, I hope I can make you travel here mentally. (laughs) But in all sincerity, it is one of my favorite topics. Um, I'd like to believe that you're never truly Parisian unless you have a love-hate relationship with the city. And I know this sounds very drastic, but I can promise you every single person that I know or that I have encountered that has either been born here, has lived here for a long time, is an expat, but has basically lived more than two to three years in the city, they always come to the conclusion of... I want to leave Paris, I hate it, but at the same time, I love it and I can't get away. And some of us even tend to leave and come back because we miss it so much. Why is that? If nobody knows the answer, I'm going to try and give you a couple of ideas about why I love it first, and then in another episode, we're going to go into the reasons why sometimes I hate it. But I want to keep it really positive, so let's begin. As usual, I like to begin with a quote, and I was actually racking my brain as to what quote I should use for this episode, because there are just so many quotes that I love. There's the famous one by Ernest Hemingway, there's a really nice one in French that basically says, to add two letters to Paris means that it's paradise, which is really beautiful. But I want to keep it really simple and say by one of my favorite people, Audrey Hepburn. I'm a very 
big 50s fan, so I think I've watched all of her movies, black and white, all of that. Also love Breakfast at Tiffany's, but that is another topic. We could actually talk about movies all day if you want. Hit me up if you want to do that. So totally open to having a conversation. <laughs> but back to today's topic. So my quote for the day is, Paris is always a good idea. And I cannot agree more with this quote because I feel like everyone who comes to Paris whether by accident, on purpose, or because of some other reason, work, love, etc., they come here to find themselves. And I know that you might be thinking, oh, but isn't it like that in all of the other cities in the world? You go somewhere because you want to find yourself. And I can honestly say after moving over 15 times, it is not the same. My feelings toward Paris are entirely different than my feelings towards Barcelona, towards Budapest, towards different cities in the States and Mexico where I've lived. I can do individual episodes if you guys like, but today's episode is focused on Paris. So, why is it widely said that Paris is always a good idea? First, let's backtrack it a bit. I want to tell you a little behind-the-scenes story about why I actually moved to Paris in the first place. So, if you've been a listener for a while, you probably heard my episode, Why Toxic Love is Bad for Your Soul. If you did, congrats, and I would love to, like, I would love for you guys to let me know what you thought, because it was the hardest episode I've ever recorded. What does this have to do with Paris? Well, I basically moved to Paris initially because that relationship ended so badly that my mom kept telling me, oh my god, you know, you need to do something with your life, you've always wanted to move abroad, go somewhere, apply, etc. And so I did, I tried, I had always wanted to be in fashion, I had always wanted to work there, be a model, work in a magazine, you know, stuff like that. Because obviously I grew up watching all of that in the movies and series and I thought it was just such a glamorous industry. Spoiler alert, it is, but it is also very hard. But basically, I got a scholarship to come to a one-year program to Paris, and I figured, you know what, I've never lived elsewhere. I mean, at that point, I hadn't lived elsewhere by myself other than Mexico, right? Like, I hadn't been completely alone, far away, left to fend for myself. So I figured, you know what, you're 19, Sabrina, this is a really great idea, let's go. And so I packed two suitcases because obviously I could not come for a year with only one suitcase. If anyone knows me, that is physically impossible. I am a very light uh, traveler for short trips, but when it comes to long trips, you just never know. You know, is it cold? Is it going to rain? Is it hot? Is it springtime? Like, what should I wear? So anyway, I packed two bags and I flew across the ocean with my dad to Paris. Just for a little bit of context, I had previously visited Paris, I want to say 14 years before I was here. So my first and only time in the city had been when I was five years old. Yes, you heard that right. I was five years old when we first came. I still remember it was the turn of the millennia. I think I was maybe six, actually, now that I remember, because I was born in 94, so that was 2000. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna, no, I was gonna be six. Never mind, I was five. <laughs> so we came here for the turn of the millennium. It was really, you know, it was really interesting experience. I don't remember much. I just remember it was chaotic. It was intense. It was crazy. 
And for some odd reason, I remember going behind the president's house. Why? No idea, but I was convinced that was Madeline's house because yes, guys, I was obsessed with the show Madeline. If you do not know what that is, please Google it and thank me later. So I flew here with what I like to call school French. And you foreigners out there that are listening will probably be able to relate to this if English is not your first language. So a lot of people say, and this I know from my dad because he has told me on multiple occasions and he always cracks me up. So you learn English either the normal, like very slangy way from your friends or from living there or whatever. And if not, you learn it the second way, which is super proper. And my dad always jokes, how do you do, sir? So he basically said that's how he learned English. Like he learned English the old how do you do British way, even though nothing to do with Britain, right? Like where he studied it. And so that is kind of what I can give you as a context of what my French was like. I was very proud of it, though. I have to say I took it for... I want to say two years in high school and then six months intensive before I moved. And I was really proud. I was really good at it. So I thought I knew all of the articles. I knew all the things that you needed to know. And I was in love with the language. And so I thought I was prepared for when I got here and people would be speaking to me or asking me questions. And I still remember when I came with my dad, we went out to restaurants and obviously he would say, oh no, no, you order because you speak French. And here's when the really fun situation of the year started. So I would order and the waiters would just stare at me like, what the hell is this person saying? I'd repeat it. They would still not understand. And so I would be frustrated and actually start speaking English. To what my dad would respond, I thought you spoke French. And then, you know, I'd made up this weird excuse of like, oh yeah, they were th that was just like a word I didn't know. Or, you know, oh, it's jet lag or whatever, but I'll get it the next time. And that is what I basically spent, I want to say, the first six months of my stay in Paris doing. Because it was just so much easier to just revert to English because French is a hard language, guys, especially if you learn it at school and then you come to Paris and... They speak so damn fast. Like, I was not prepared for that. I can promise you that. I was not prepared for the fastness, and I was also not prepared for the slang. But, you know, I had a French roommate, and she had French friends. So for the first six months that I was here, I spent half of my time trying to understand what people were saying or just listening to conversations. Like, you know, we'd be at a party or like a house reunion or something like that. Everyone around me would be speaking French, and I'd basically get, I want to say like 30 to 40% of what they were saying. And you know, the longer I spend time with different people, the more I would understand. But I want to say I started with like a 30-40%. So it was very, very interesting times because you know, I would go clubbing, I would meet French guys. And oh my god, I still remember this one experience. I think this is the most random and like funnest experience I've ever had moving to a new country. So I had gone out for the first time with my roommate and I think a couple of her friends from school. We went out partying and I had met this guy, right? Obviously we started drinking, we started talking, although what we talked about, I have no idea because my French sucked and his English sucked. 
So somehow we managed to have a full-on conversation to the point where he actually asked for my number and wanted to text me and see me. How I managed that, again, I have no idea. I guess body language and just drinking helps you. But yeah. And so afterwards he started texting me, but he was 100% Parisian, so... He would text me in slang that I would not understand, and I would actually ask my roommate to translate, which was very fun and awkward because, you know, who wants to be flirting with someone and have someone else trying to translate what they're saying and you trying to translate back what you want to say, etc., etc. So anyway, that was my first experience meeting a French guy without speaking the language. And I do want to say one thing. I'm not going to get into it a lot, but... I do want to say that France, specifically Paris, has changed so much over the past seven years, it's crazy. Like, people's attitudes, everything has completely changed, which has been interesting because, you know, I've been here at different seasons for different spans of time, and I've seen these changes happening, and it really makes me happy to see how everything is just going for the better. But okay, back to why I like Paris what is so good about it, and what it actually is like living in Paris. So, yes, baguettes are crazy. Like, they are so delicious here. You can literally go to any restaurant, and the bread from the table is going to be basically handmade. Not by the restaurant itself, although it depends. There are a lot of restaurants known to do that, but at least you can rest assured that they're going to be from a boulangerie, which means great bread. So, You know, if you don't want to spend that much money and you go to a French restaurant, just stock up in bread and then order an entree or something. (laughs) No, I'm kidding, but like it could actually work. Uh, So yeah, French bread is actually delicious. I don't think there is anything comparable to croissants or pain au chocolat, which is basically a croissant type of bread, like pastry, which is less crusty and it's filled with chocolate. Although, I do have to say a disclaimer here. I am actually glad I came to Paris when I did initially, while not being vegan, because I actually turned vegan um, last year. But basically, I'm happy I came here not having the vegan plant-based diet restriction because I managed to try everything that they had. You know, I've had the weird things, I've had the not so weird things, and I'm just so happy I managed to have that experience because now I can recommend, first of all, to people that visit, to my friends, and I can actually say, oh yeah, this is part of the culture, this is not part of the culture, and stuff like that. So part of the weird things I've tried, I have actually eaten frog legs, which are surprisingly good. I remember they tasted just like chicken, which is normal. I have had foie gras, which I am not a fan of and never was a fan of, but quick tip, if you ever come to Paris during Christmas time or like the months leading up to it, so November to February I want to say, do stop by my favorite macaroon place which is called Pierre Hermes. I think that's Pierre Hermes. No, Pierre Hermé, sorry, Pierre Pierre Hermé, I'm going to say it in the English way so you can understand. Pierre Hermé, and they have the best macaroons I've ever had. Like, I'm not kidding you. If you all think that La Durée is the best macaroon place, you are heavily mistaken and you are so missing out on Pierre Hermé. Yes, they are a tiny bit more expensive, but they are actually bigger and they have the best flavors. So back to what I was saying. 
If you ever come here during the months of November to February, go to Pierre try their holiday seasonal macaroons. They have this one in particular that is chocolate foie gras. The reason why I'm recommending this is because I actually never liked foie gras and obviously right now, like now, being a vegan, I'm totally against that because they mistreat the animals and all of that. But those macaroons do not taste like foie gras. I don't know how they manage it, but that combination is just mind-blowing. And I know a lot of people might be disgusted, but I swear to you guys, those are so good. The day they invent, like the day they actually start selling vegan macarons here, I'm going to be the happiest person on earth because macarons are life, guys. But anyway, back to why I love living in Paris. Desserts. Desserts are just mind-blowing every single place you go to. You think if you you have to go, you know, to like a really fancy restaurant, have a really good dessert, otherwise desserts are not that good because in other places and other countries that is probably the norm but here let me tell you guys anywhere you go and get a dessert unless it's mcdonald's i'm not a big fan but anywhere you go to get a dessert they're going to be mind-blowing they're going to have so many options and they're probably going to be relatively good if not amazing that is also one of my favorite things about Paris. Obviously, before it was easier, but now I have to struggle a bit, but still, so many options, so many good desserts that you wouldn't even think of at other points. What else do I like about Paris? The easiness of finding restaurants. The culture here of eating out is just amazing. My favorite, absolute favorite part of living in Paris is being here in the summer. So the months of June and July, under normal circumstances, obviously not current present circumstances in 2020, but under normal regular circumstances, these two months are the best time to be in Paris because it's summer. It's nice. It's sunny. You can sit on the sun. You can walk around everywhere. Days are much longer. It only gets dark until like 10, 11 p.m. sometimes, depending on the day or time of the year. Specifically, the best thing about Paris in the summer, or actually any time of year, because what I'm about to say is open all year round. My favorite part about Paris is the terraces and the cafes that have terraces. Guys, let me tell you, this has changed my life and I don't think, like, this is one of the reasons why I don't think I could live anywhere else other than maybe Europe or a country that has this in their culture because they have cafe, like, outdoor cafes all year round. This might not sound mind-blowing to you guys, but imagine it's freezing outside, it's rainy, it's December, it's like minus two degrees or like zero degrees or whatever, and you eat outside. How would you imagine this is possible? Would you even imagine somebody does that? Probably in other countries that would be a big no and people would just like run inside. But here, not necessarily only Paris, but like Europe in general, there are outdoor cafes that are heated. So even if it's cold, you can still sit there, eat your meal, have a drink, be with friends. And it's not like just one person or two couples or whatever do it. It's literally everyone. Like, yeah, obviously we do go out less during the winters because it's cold, it's gray, the day gets darker earlier, all of that. But when you do manage to go out, doing that is just the most fun thing ever. 
But these are all year round and the best season clearly is the summer because it's nice and warm outside and you can people watch so much. Like people watching in Paris, guys, I guarantee you it's like an art form. I swear. You see so many interesting characters. You see so many interesting people just like walk around. You see different situations. You see families, tourists, Parisians, etc. It's just... It's one of my favorite activities and it's something I really, really enjoy always just to sit somewhere, have drink, have coffee, have tea, have whatever and watch people. It's just, I cannot even begin to describe the experience. But yeah, that is, I want to say, thing number three that I really like about Paris. What else do I like about Paris? I like all of the art exhibits. So they don't only have regular art exhibits so like the Louvre if you go if you want to go and watch the Mona Lisa they don't only have the Musée d'Orsay which has like traditional paintings as well they don't just have the Orangerie where they also have traditional things they don't have they don't just have the Picasso Museum where they have you know all of Picasso's artwork but they have something that I would like to call pop-up exhibitions this means that they are like short exhibitions that only last like a couple of months or themed exhibitions and it is one of my favorite things because I well obviously I haven't lived anywhere else that does this again in my adult years that I do remember but basically they have so many interesting exhibits going on all year round that I think you could spend your life just going to museums and this is perfect because what I'm about to say might sound a bit controversial, but I am not a fan of old, you know, paintings or museums that are a bit stuffy and like the Louvre. I have visited multiple times. I have given tours to my friends, my families, whatever, whoever visits me. And I do feel like it is important to go to those types of museums at least once in your life because it's always culture. You always learn something and it's just interesting. But I, again, I'm not a big fan. I prefer curated exhibits. I prefer like a fashion exhibit that tells you the story of a fashion house or a specific designer or a collection or something that's focused on like art or they created this amazing expo. I think it was last year or two years ago where they basically brought Van Gogh's paintings alive in like a show of lights and music and everything. It was just beautiful. And so those are the type of events that I love going to and they have so many all year round like it's crazy. Sometimes you wouldn't even think of what they come up with. It's just mind-blowing. So that is thing number four I love about Paris. Something else I completely love about going to Paris is going to a supermarket and you're probably gonna think I am crazy because why would one of your favorite things be going to a supermarket? Guys, let me introduce you to Monoprix. Remember this name because if you ever come, you're going to want to hit Monoprix one time during your trip or every single day after. I like to think of Monoprix as the equivalent to Target in the States. It is as good, if not sometimes better, but I'm not going to say that because I actually love Target. So Monoprix is supermarket slash beauty place slash international stuff slash house slash clothes and something that's really interesting about Monoprix is that they actually have really good clothes there 
they have good basics they have really cute bikinis swimwear they sometimes have really good shoes selections and stuff like that they always do collaborations so they do interesting collaborations with artists painters or musicians or stuff like that so it's they always keep it fresh they have an amazing home collection which has really good quality items and the food guys they just have so many interesting foods there and beauty products and you can just find everything and anything and if you go to a monoprix and you think you're gonna spend five minutes in there let me tell you that is probably not gonna happen because you can go to a monoprix and spend like hours in there just like choosing different things and depending which one you go to is the amount of things it has the size and everything you can probably tell i'm really passionate about it but it's just a supermarket so i'm gonna leave it at that and that is i think thing number five that i love about france or paris in general something else that i really like and i'm going to go into meeting french people co-workers and everything yes meeting french people having french friends might be a bit difficult and again i will get into this when i start talking about why i sometimes hate living in paris but for the sake of this i'm going to talk about why having french friends is not as hard as people think and why french friends are actually really great french friends and french people in general are actually surprisingly very inclusive they are very welcoming once they start warming up to you so it might be hard a little bit hard to crack you know their like little shell of we're french we're closed off whatever but once you get past that they are the nicest and sweetest people ever like i have one of my best friends she is french well actually she's ukrainian from origin but she's basically lived most of her life in france at this point that she's more french than anyone i ever known but she's like the sweetest person and she's just so welcoming and so sweet and she's just willing you know to do everything for whoever she considers her friends and her family and stuff and like i said just welcoming like i honestly feel like i'm part of her family and all of the french friends i've made over the years i feel like that is the case i've been invited to someone's country house I've been invited to dinner with family. I've been invited to go out with friends of friends, like childhood friends, stuff like that. I think the only secret here that I would actually tell you and encourage you is, number one, if you do want to make French friends, learn French. And I'm not saying this as a sarcastic way or like, duh, Sabrina. It's French people open up way more to you if you actually speak their language because they are very proud about their language and it is actually a beautiful language it sounds nice it rolls off the tongue and it's has really good grammatic segments or whatever you want to call that but yes so if you want to make good french friends try to speak the language not saying that they won't speak to you if you don't speak french but it is way easier and it's kind of like a little nudge into the right direction now number two befriend at least one french person why do i say this french people like probably in other different countries as well except mexico because mexico is another thing most other countries like most other countries french people are a bit closed off so they're very welcoming but closed off what do i mean by this as long as you befriend one french person 
they'll willingly include you into the group and they'll drag you everywhere and they'll bring you everywhere and introduce you to their friends, their boyfriend, their cousins, everything. But you just need to meet that one person so that then they can start bringing you along. Because if you don't meet at least that one person, it is a bit harder. Not impossible, it's just more complicated. But overall, really, really fun to, you know, make French friends because I have to say I really like French humor. That is something else that I really like. It's like a level of its own because it is between being dark humor and like sarcastic, but also really cheesy sometimes and just overall funny. But yeah, that is I think thing number six that I really like about living in Paris. Okay, now I'm actually going to tell you about I know I've said my favorite thing multiple times, but this one is actually top of my list. And I'm still in awe, even after a total of five years living here already, guys. Like, I think I can officially call myself a true Parisian. I've lived in different arrondissements. I think I know streets by name, and I can direct anyone towards anywhere, like the best of them, and even sometimes better than natives. Don't quote me on that, though. But basically, one of my like top one things that I absolutely friggin adore about living in Paris is the architecture. Guys, I literally, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about this, but the architecture here in Paris is uncomparable to anything else in the world. Obviously, you know, every country has their own beautiful architecture and amazing breathtaking places, nature and everything. But there's just something so magical about Paris. And this keeps happening to me on a daily basis. You can live here for as long as you can remember. You can live here for 20 years, 30 years, 10 years, 5 years, whatever amount of time. You may think you know Paris like the back of your hand. You may think you are not, you cannot be surprised anymore. You may think you have it all figured out in the city. And then it'll hit you smack in the face and actually, you don't know anything. And why do I say this? Because you tend to forget about other places when you are in your area. Because the very interesting thing about Paris, first of all, if you didn't know, it is divided by arrondissement, which is basically little neighborhoods. I want to call it that, but it's not necessarily, but it is the closest word I can think of to explain it. Every different neighborhood, number one, two, three, four, five, etc., up until 20, has a different vibe. You can basically just live in your own little neighborhood if you have your work there, your friends, restaurants, everything, and not go to other neighborhoods. Which is why sometimes it can be months before I visit the 6th, or it can be months before I visit the 10th, or the 20th, or I don't think I've ever been down the, the 12th, or stuff like that, right? But basically, you can just go into a metro, think you know where you're going, go to a metro stop, take a different exit, or take a wrong route, or do just something different that you don't do every day, you leave, and then you're hit with a beautiful building, or you're hit with a small castle in the middle of nowhere in the city, or you're hit with an old, beautiful statue with amazing grass trees and decoration around it out of nowhere or a beautiful flower decorated building or whatever it is but you always get surprised about something because there's always something new to discover in the city and I don't know how I can explain that but I swear to you it happens on a daily basis to everyone that you can actually quote me on and I'm sure if you ask anyone who's ever lived here for a while they will be able to tell you the same 
because this has happened to me, this even happened to me this week. I went out with a friend, we went out to grab dinner, we had a couple of drinks, and I was just like walking around. First of all, I discovered a new place, which is amazing, but we were just like walking around and I was thinking, oh my god, I hate Paris, like I want to leave, etc. And then I just stumbled upon this like beautifully lit road with like amazing buildings and I couldn't help but sigh. I know, very cheesy of me, very corny, I'm sorry, but I did sigh and I did take a picture and I, you bet I did post it on Instagram because that is the person I am. But basically, yeah, beauty is found all over the city in different places and I feel like just coming to Paris and living and seeing the architecture, breathing the art, I guess breathing the culture and the history and everything is an entirely different experience. I can promise you, you need to come visit Paris at least once in your life to not only understand, but actually live and see this beauty. It is very normal, and this is a very fun fact, this is very normal to see old buildings surrounded by like gardens and stuff like that, and then you continue walking for like five minutes and you turn around and there's an Asian pagoda complete with like cherry blossoms and stuff like that in the middle of like a residential neighborhood. And you're like, what? So you know, those kinds of things are very normal to happen. And I guess I'm going to end it with the last thing because I've already talked about many things that I love in Paris. Besides the architecture, it is just the vibe. So this is what I will leave you with. It's the vibe of the city. It's something inexplicable that you feel when you walk around. If you don't have a destination or if you have a destination in mind, regardless of the architecture, regardless of the people or anything that you might be thinking or experiencing, there's just this incredible vibe that the city has that I have only felt in counted, like you can count it on the hand type of cities or countries that I've visited that I felt the source of like energy and just like inspiration. And it does sound very cliche, but I swear to you guys, you do feel something in the city. And you know, just climbing a couple of stairs in Montmartre and seeing the view from there, you just get chills. Like it's beautiful. And so I think my best recommendation is come visit Paris whenever you can. Obviously right now it is a bit impossible, but whenever things start going back to normal, I would really encourage you to come to Paris maybe a couple of weeks, if you can't, a couple of days, a weekend if you live close by. Whatever it is, spend some time in the city. Really get to know it. If you want to move here, hit me up. I will definitely help you. I will give you all of the tips. But remember, if you learned anything from this episode is come visit Paris whenever you can. And if you do plan on moving here or actually to any country, try to learn a bit of the language before because that will simplify your life and help you so much and it'll just change your life. So yeah, if you're thinking of moving somewhere, if you're thinking of taking the plunge, if you're thinking of making a change to your life, first of all, check the health conditions surrounding, you know, the whole pandemic and epidemic and everything. After you've done that, I just want to tell you, jump in with both feet. You will not regret anything. Wherever it is that you want to move, go for it. You've been thinking for it for a reason. And if you don't try, you'll never know. 
So yeah, guys, do that. And I hope you have a fabulous week. I'm sending you lots of love from the city of love, which P.S. I haven't found love here yet, but you know, still on the lookout, but basically sending you lots of love and I hope you have a great rest of the week. Remember to check back into my Instagram page at pretty sure podcast, which is also linked to the description. On Fridays, we have an IGTV video podcast episode released and we always have different guests, interesting people talk about very real topics. Same as here, shorter time span though, 15 minutes. But yeah, be sure to check us out. And now I will leave you guys. Peace out, everybody. Oh, 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 oh,